हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट नाइन पार्टनरशिप अमंग डिफरेंट लेवल्स ऑफ गवर्नमेंट लोकल अथॉरिटीज एंड स्पेशल पर्पस एजेंसीज एंड वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग एग्रीकल्चर सेक्टर एंड टॉपिक इज एग्रीकल्चरल सस्टेनेबिलिटी In India the resources are mainly mobilized for the allocation to different sectors such as agriculture industry infrastructure etc here a special emphasis is made of agricultural sustainability and its major issues and strategies for example in agricultural sector sustainability depends on one or more of the following factors whether or not agricultural production and income are maintained whether agricultural security and potential of agriculture to produce is being sustained whether rural communities are able to sustain community that is satisfactory social bonds and relationships the trends in agriculture its implications for sustainability and the environment among the third world countries especially india show an alarming situation as its future requirements of production are more hence indicators of ecologically sustainable development have a member of uses they are summarized as early warning system of ecological collapses promotion of intergenerational equality farm planning for long term productivity regional and national planning heightening community awareness of environmental issues promotion of land care practices evaluation of new technologies and international monitoring obligations there are a number of shortcomings or pitfalls in using indicators of sustainable development especially sustainability of agricultural development the rapid growth of the agricultural productivity with the past trends does not simply mean such growth will be sustained agricultural crop yield in china are much higher than in india it does not mean that india can obtain the same level of yield as for instance the natural cropland in india may differ from that of in china china can sustain such high yields per hectare may also not be certain natural resources accounting or green accounting is necessary to evaluate national production standard national accounting techniques often overvalue national production traditional economic accounting method do not take account of the value of goods and services freely provided by the natural environment when such goods and services are lost 
no deduction is made for this loss if they are they are converted into private property and sold through market economic gains are recorded whereas the opposite may in fact be the case aggregate figures for economic benefit may fail to account fully for environmental spillovers or externalities from agricultural development when sectoral or aggregate economic figures and environmental indicators are used these may gloss over important regional local and micro differences as far as sustainability is concerned in general it is not enough to rely just on board indicators of sustainability now let us move to the next point major issues though the aggregate figures of agricultural production and yield are appealing there are some sustainability problems of at micro level that are apparent from village and localized studies carried out in india as well as australia the studies reveal that they provide experience to the villagers as a result of introduction of new technology and hence economic value of natural resources and also cause environmental loss however agricultural growth provides almost to own an average 50% increase in current income the environmental or natural resource loss of villages means less opportunities for them to collect firewood for fuel collect wild resources of food and medicine building material and in many cases entail reduced access to water thus the economic welfare of the poor villages has been adversely affected by the environmental change there is an uneven share in the benefit of agricultural development green revolution has little impact on dry land and upland agriculture tribal with their marginal agricultural land are also put into considerable economic pressure due to impacts of industrialization extension of mining operations building of dams the cutting down of forest etc besides the presence of growing population ramakrishnan emphasizes that traditional agricultural system can be surprising surprisingly efficient and sustainable land degradation due to the water logging and salting of soil from irrigation clearance of vegetation from dry land soil erosion use of fertilizers and pesticides failing of underground water tables etc reduce agricultural productivity and land sustainability in addition failing genetic diversity could eventually prove to be a barrier to sustaining agricultural production the global climatic change due to the global warming sea level rise etc 
leads to serve drought and flood situations, which are also quite detrimental to production and sustainability. Now, the next point is land use and sustainability strategies and choice of techniques. Types of agricultural techniques adopted and forms of land use in agriculture are of considerable significance for the sustainability of agricultural production. Modern agricultural techniques according to Conway result in less sustainability of agricultural productivity than traditional techniques. Even though the yields from the former may initially be higher than the latter. At lower price, the more sustainable traditional technique may become quite uneconomic, forcing relevant users to adopt the unsustainable modern technique, eventually looking the whole industry into their use. Changing land use may not only result from declines in the natural productivity of land, but from changing economic opportunities for its use and changes in knowledge about its possible use. The FAO in conjunction with the number of other organizations had developed a framework for evolution of sustainable land management which takes accounts of a range of factors likely to affect the extent to which a particular system of land management is sustained. Now, let us move to the next point, structural adjustments, strategies and agricultural sustainability. The emphasis of structural adjustment policies in India is favored by the IMF and World Bank. This is in conformity with the greater use of free markets and creation of a clean and efficient public sector. Studies reveal that greater use of markets reduced conservation of natural resources and endangers sustainable development. The fact is that in some cases, the freeing up of markets assists natural conservation and sustainable development, and in other cases, it does not and may be damaging. Conservation may be assisted by elimination of subsidies on artificial fertilizers, pesticides, clearing of vegetation, and use of irrigation water. But other types of free market changes can adversely affect it. Though the World Bank and IMF have enlarged their enhanced structural adjustment facility, they are unlikely to solve the basic economic problem soon. It is also not obvious that they will result in sustainable agriculture, even though sub some improvement may occur. Now, let us move to the next point, institutional support. Sustainable development globally, regionally, 
compel the desire against the perspective speculations of changes in population and the subsequent requirements to meet the demand of people it is clear that the countries like india will experience a number of problems as far as sustainability of their agricultural production is concerned increasing globalization the information revolution and technology change growing political participation a quick deteriorating natural environment and fast changing demography all pose challenges to the world especially countries in asia determined and disciplined governments and mature societies are required to respond to these challenges people today are heavily dependent on agriculture for their food requirements by 2050 the population of india is expected to stabilize at 1500 to 1800 million and would require about 450 million tons of food grain annually at the present level of consumption consumption levels are further bound to go up as economy develops the present productivity of irrigated land is about 2.5 tag hectare average and less than 0.5 tag hectare from rain fed lands assuming that these levels can go up to 3.5 ta- hectare and 1. Ta- hectare respectively by 2050 by creating of an ir- irrigation potential of at least 130 million hectare for food crops alone and 160 million hectare for all crops to meet the demands of the country by 2050 rapid and sustainable agricultural growth is one of the basic thrust of growth strategy in 10th plan in india the success of agricultural development and sustainability ultimately depends on an ideal coordination of all inputs and disciplined institutional support now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast